Warning. Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews contains adult content and language. Welcome, welcome friends to another fine episode of Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews. I'm Brandon. I'm Travis. And, oh my, this week we are bringing you, oh, I'd say it's definitely the best second album from any band. That's a tough one. It's up there. It's so good that this is the first band that we've done two albums by. Yeah, I mean, it's at least in the top five. Let's give it that. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll go with that. I okay. Think. I need to think about that for a little while. So, I might I might circle back to that at the end of the episode. I don't know, dude. These are... Oh, my. Okay, let's... let's uh, I will them. tell you, though, that when I when this came out, I wore it out. I had this cassette, and I completely wore it out. I loved it. I think you and about probably every other person that purchased it yeah. on cassette, at least. Yep. But we are bringing you... Alice in Chains, Dirt. This is a 2009 music on vinyl version. The original was originally released on September 29th. Hey, that's my wife, your sister's birthday. That's right. All the way back in 1992, kids. And God damn, that just makes me feel old as dirt. Ah, you see uh, what I did? That's nice. Right. And no, folks, that was not scripted. But anyway... I do. I, I'm just going to throw it out there. I know you're going to fight me on it, but yeah. I think this is the probably one of the best one and two albums between Facelift and Dirt. And honestly, Facelift had a little bit of an impression on you when we did it because uh, about two days later, he sends me a picture message of, hey, look what I just ordered. <laughs> and true. let me tell you, we will get into it this episode. Yeah. Not fighting wise, but we're going to get into this album. And oh my I, I, I just, hey, I just hope that y'all got some swag beer, um, you know, and y'all are just sit back, relaxed, just about like we're doing the show right now. Yeah, and, pop a cold one. And after you hear the show, go throw on a copy of Dirt. Yeah, do it. I mean, honestly, you need this in your arsenal. And there's quite a few, like we'll probably get to this, but there's a, you know, there's a lot of the original pressings out there, more than you would think, because it was not, you know, not as... Many records were pressed at that time in 92, but you can still find it. And then there's a lot of reissues over the years. And honestly, I think I'm going to hold off because I'm hoping that they're going to throw out a 30th anniversary, kind of like they did with Facelift. So I'm going to hold off a little bit on putting this one in my archives, but I know if I ever need it, I can borrow yours because it's a fine sounding copy. It is. Um, Like I said, honestly, I've got a few things from music on vinyl and... I've really not had any problems or anything bad to say about them. Uh, yeah, I've, I've got probably four or five things from music on vinyl. And, um, you know, I, I don't know that they're the best when they're doing their reissues, but they're they're pretty good. I don't have any complaints. Yeah, um, I, I think I got a couple of Cinderella's um, that's on them. And, I mean, you know, you can kind of tell on some of them they may be digital, but, I mean... It, it's pretty hard to tell. They're done really well. I will say some of them sound a tiny bit squashed to me uh, a little bit compressed more than i would like but the, and yeah. it's the only sort of complaint like they do a good job yeah i mean but 
I mean, for what it is, I mean, I mean, I, I go with them. I yeah, mean, it's definitely. But I will say, I do like the Friday music stuff a little bit better. Friday music uh, does a good job. There's a little um, label called Waxwork Records out of uh, New Orleans that mainly does like horror soundtrack reissues. And as far as all the labels for any genre that I've heard that are doing reissues, uh, they do the best job as far as remastering, putting out a nice package. Little plug for them, they do a nice job. Hey guys, remember the show? Uh, you know, hit us up on the Facebook page, uh, beards, brews, vinyl reviews at yahoo.com. I mean, you know, we give you a shout, y'all send us some free sample and stuff. I mean, it's it's pretty cool. Hell, I'm I'm game for doing a soundtrack, we haven't done that yet. Yeah, that's a good idea. We might, might get into that, but can we take this moment to say thanks to our listeners around the world because we're starting to go global? We've got listeners now in. Canada, Puerto Rico, Ireland, UK, Germany, Japan. Uh, Is that right? I think you got everybody. Yeah. And, and not to alienate all of our fans in the U.S. Oh, yeah, because there's where most of them are. But, I mean, to us, that's that's a pretty big deal. I mean, here we are sitting in Raleigh, North Carolina at the beautiful Husky Slim Studios. That's, that's right. right. No one has sponsored the studio yet, but, hey, you know, it is what it is. So, we're sitting here and... When you look up the analytics of where it's going, and it's like starting to grow legs and get yeah. overseas, and that's pretty cool. We just want to say thanks. Yeah, thank Neat. you, and you know, thanks to you know all of our American listeners, you know, putting the word out there because honestly, yeah. we are hidden in places that we're I, in about. <laughs> I, I haven't counted, but I think we're in about twenty states. Yeah, and that's to me. That's pretty solid. Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, we were drunk at the pool one day and kind of come up with the premise of this. So that's obviously, true. but hey, don't forget to hit us up on Facebook. Get in touch with us. I mean, we like hearing from everybody. We do. We've had a few requests, uh, and one of the requests is coming up in a upcoming episode. Of one of the records somebody requested to review. You can also request uh, beers to review. Yeah, I mean we're down with that, and hey, let's just throw it out there, cousin Dave. Yep, you're you're, you're going to get your show, and I do want to throw out there because I know he he will probably send me hate mail. Mm -hmm. Boogie, I'm still looking for the one you suggested. <laughs> it's it's one of those ones that it's hard to actually find where it don't you know where it doesn't cost like a gazillion dollars. Yeah. So I'm I'm working on it, bro. I'm working on it. So just bear with us. You know, maybe throw us another one and you know, it might be a little easier to find, but I didn't forget you, brother. It's true. Like uh you know, this vinyl craze is great, right? But uh some people have records priced just out of this world. So there's this obscure eighties punk band called Negative Approach. Really good. Um they have their their first seven inch. Somebody just paid five grand for it on Discogs. And see, and that's the problem we run into on this show. Yeah, we are not funded by anyone but us. <laughs> I mean, obviously, look if you've seen our equipment we're using, folks. Uh, these vendors out there should feel ashamed that we have such a a a fine show with such fine sound quality. How about sending us some of your goods, which could just up our game to. That's true. Like, we're already international, folks. Come on. That's right. Um, you know, who am I talking about? Uh, Prisonis. Uh, you <laughs> know, we, we could use a new board to keep smoking computer company. How you doing over there, buddy? You know, I know smoking computer is going to kick my ass when I throw out there right after that shameless plug of trying to get right. free stuff. He's blazed up in the corner. I know. I'm glad he does because, hey, Apple, a new iMac would be awesome. Yeah. 
Um, what have we got for uh, for beers this week? Well, it was your stuff, but I know you probably forgot all about it. And it's I, been a while. I dropped them off a yeah, while ago, and I I really never looked at it. I just yeah. threw it in the cooler. But once again, Marshall, where's that mini fridge? Mm-hmm. So you want to get in the Ozark Trail and go ahead and get it? Yep. Um, yeah, I don't even know what it is. I just grabbed it, threw it in the cooler. As I do try not to look at it because, like, oh, what do we get? I'm going to let you pronounce it because I don't want to butcher it. Uh, it's Singha. It's a uh, Thai beer from Thailand. Okay, well, Thailand. So, we we don't have no fans in Thailand yet, do we? Not yet, but hopefully soon since we made it into Southeast Asia. Um. Yeah, so, you know, we, we should have had some Sapporo since we've got our new Japanese friends on board. That's true. That's true. This, um, is, this I had this a while back. Uh, it's a good, it's a lager, American-style lager, but it's uh, a little bit more flavorful. Well, it says it's been around since 1933. Yeah. So is it Thailand or Thailand? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wasn't that a movie or in a movie, maybe? Probably. Uh, it's been years since I had it, but... I remember being pretty tasty. Oh, well, I don't know. You've made some questionable calls in the past. Um, let's I've, see. I've had some good ones. So, yeah, you have. But, I mean, I'm your ice beer selection is... <laughs> we're not going to get into that. No more ice beers on this show. All Maybe. Right. All right. There we go. Uh, hold on. Yeah, to all of our new listeners, here you go. Cheers. It's tasty. What do that's fucking good. Yeah, it is. It's got more flavor than <clears throat> American style lager normally has. Right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's got a. I mean, it, it, it right off of the front, it's pretty mellow, mm-hmm. and then towards the middle of it, you get it, it heavies up, but it finishes real clean. It does finish really clean. Ah oh, man, I, I could see eating or <laughs> drinking this while you eating some. Uh, yeah, some some pad thai or some sort of. Thai dish or Asian dish? Yeah, I'd, I'd say Asian dish. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'm brave enough to actually try Thai food. Cause You've never had Thai food? It's great. No, but I've, I I did see, what was that movie with Jason Bateman? Um, his wife had the Thai food. Oh, the change up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when she had the Thai food. Yeah. Hold on, here, let's play a little clip. I need to cool it on the Thai food. Oh, my God. Seriously, dude, light a candle. Oh, my God. No, 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 no. Don't back that thing up into me. Go hose it out or something. What? I can't believe you'd come at me guns hot. Guns hot? Are you kidding me? No, I'm not, lady. It's not going to happen tonight, okay? I'm not attracted to you. Rotate your turret and go night-night. No, yeah, but it's it's good. It's got it's got a lot of flavor. Yeah, I like it. Um, so... I might have to move this into regular rotation for a while. Where'd you get this? At the... Uh, Total Wine. Okay. Hey, well, we shouldn't have plugged them for crying out loud. True. But then again, you know, they do got a good selection of stuff. Yeah, if you're do. looking for some kind of try some off the wall stuff and stuff, but... Yeah, tasty. Yeah, I, I, I like... I give it a thumbs up. I give it a thumbs up. I'll give it four out of five. Yeah, I'll go four on it. I bet it really would go great if you were eating like an Asian mm-hmm. dish or something like that. Yeah. Because, I mean, I could taste it. 
really god i this would go great with like something with scallops in it yeah that would be tasty but hey there you go i'm gonna let you say the name again because i know i will butcher the fuck out of it it's singha uh from thailand brewed in bangkok it's all good. right but you know one night in bangkok <laughs> <laughs> all right let's dig into dirt if you will yeah let's do it you like how i transitioned that yeah folks that oh, I is see what you did that is off the cuff but hey we're just glad that y'all are liking the show and you know it is what it is yeah so let's dig into this album cover and artwork what do you give it well here's the thing i've never loved this album cover i always thought it was kind of cheesy looking um i don't hate it or anything I, I like when we did facelift like we both really liked that album cover a lot i think we both gave it a four um but this one I, i've never loved i gave it a three so you want a three yeah huh I gave it a five. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. The one thing I like about it is I love how everything is kind of in the same monochromatic yeah. thing on the front. <clears throat> you know, you got that desert scene with the chick like she's being pulled into the earth. One one cool thing, like if this album cover was done today, this cover would be done digitally, right? But when they did this, this chick was all made up. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and it's an actual photo that then they... Um, colored yeah and honestly on this one i love the back of it i I actually like the back more than the front yeah i mean that's a pretty cool photo because the the way they did the track titles in different size fonts and then got the band logo down there in the bottom yeah the the back cover makes me super nostalgic because this is it feels like really 90s oh yeah it's definitely uh, 90s but i totally agree and then got the nice picture of the band on the right side of it yeah I, i like the back cover so yeah i gave it a five but that's the thing I always liked about it, because like the actual uh, band name on the front kind of mm-hmm. like disappears. Yeah, it's cool into the cover. I mean, but you know, is that? I mean, if you went three, I went five, so we're probably going to settle at a four. We're going to average it out to a four. Yeah, so it is what it is. I mean, it's an iconic one. I mean, no, as soon as sure. you see like maybe half of it, you know what it is. Yeah, no doubt about that. I mean, you know, Christ, my blind ass from 30 feet could... Yep, I know that one. Yeah, for sure. So, let's get into the Strong Tracks. Um, I gave Strong Tracks... I gave it a 4 out of 5. Like, for me, this record's great all the way through. There's one song... There's always been one song that I've never liked. Uh, We're not there yet. But other than that, <laughs> like, it's so good. Like, I mean, I could list off almost all the songs and say that they're they're great. They're really strong tracks. What, what do you think? Okay, so I bounced back and forth on this one. Mm-hmm. And finally, I said, fuck it. It's our show. It's our rules. I kept bouncing between a four and a five. Yeah. I gave it a five. Yeah. The whole album is great. But, you know, we got to throw one away. And there were five singles released off of this album. There were. And they were all good. Yeah. So just to pop in, for me, to give it a five in this category... There, there can't be a song that I don't like. That you know what I mean. That's why it's hard for me to to give an album five out of five for strong. Track. No, I know, but you know, you got singles off of this. There were Wood, Them Bones, Angry Chair, Rooster, Down in a Hole. Um, yeah, and all those are good songs. You know, I mean, I I I, I loved it. Yeah, because it's, it's just because I gave it a four out of five doesn't mean I don't love I mean, it. Like I told you, I wore this cassette out. Like I love this record. But this is one of them ones, I remember, it, it kind of takes you back to the very first time you ever heard Wood. Yeah. 
Because that was, wasn't that on the singles soundtrack or yep, something? Yeah, and then that was right before this came out. Yeah, and it was like, whoa. It yeah. was like, wow, They I think they found themselves on this one, you know? Yeah, I mean, the, the bass line for Wood, right? Like when that song kicks in. Because honestly, that, on this album, great. I thought that songs had a little more groove to them than the stuff off of Facelift. Yeah, I agree. Facelift's a little bit more rock, and this has a little bit more groove. And I'm just going to throw it out there. I think it's a much, much, much darker album. Yeah, I, I agree with that. You know, but it was with what they were going through. Yeah. We'll get into a little of that. Um, so favorite track rating, what do you got? <sighs> I had to give it a five. Yeah. I mean, I can't help it. I, I it, it's a it's a solid five. I went with Rooster. It, it's a great song. I mean, I always loved Lane's voice on that one, and you know, Jerry wrote that one about his father. Yeah. Um, you know, he was a Vietnam vet, and I just think it showcases the great harmonies, and I love how it goes from mellow to just kick your ass. And I will throw in Wood was my close second on that one. Yeah, it's it's tough to pick one. Rooster's a great song, and uh, originally, like Jerry sings Rooster, Rooster, right? Does he sing it, or most of it? Um, it seems to me like he wanted Lane to sing that whole thing, but Lane. I think he sings half. Yeah, but I think Lane he's... wanted Jerry to sing more of it because the lyrical content. He thought that uh, Jerry would be more emotional with it. Yeah, I think they they flip flop yeah. quite a bit on it. Um, uh, yeah, I could have easily went with Rooster. Uh, as well, but I I went with wood. Like I still, I st- <laughs> shocker, folks. <laughs> we flip flop again. It's, I mean, it's still such a great song. Like when you turn it on, you hear that bass line right at the beginning. It's just like, but you obviously great. know. I I had to think that. That's why I had to hurry up and get all my stuff out that I had wrote down because I put that as my close second. Yeah. That way, you know. But, yeah, we do not compare notes until we're sitting here doing this show live, folks. That's right. Um, Here's where I think we're probably going to clash with the track to avoid. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, Go ahead. Okay. So, I mean, I still gave it a four because it's it's kind of funny. It's got a funny story behind it. But it's, like, so short. I I went Iron Gland. Uh, Oh, really? It really is not ever labeled as a track on anything yeah it, they kind of call it an intro but i mean tom mariah did the voice on it that's and, right and the story behind it was uh jerry Contrell had this guitar lick that he come up with in the studio and it kind of reminded him of iron man oh, and right. it the band used to just get pissed off and he just constantly play it so he had tom mariah do the vocals on it that's and pretty cool on some stuff it is listed it's listed as untitled some places right yeah yeah, yeah. so it, it's one of those weird things but to me it's cool but i didn't want to throw anything away that actually had words and i got the feeling you're going to hit me with one of the songs that lane actually wrote and like played guitar on and why do i think that um all right so prove me wrong prove me wrong my track to avoid would the rating would probably be a three, right? But because of some repercussions from this song, it's a one. So my track to avoid is Godsmack, right? Oh, okay. You didn't actually pick one that I thought you were going to throw away. So I've never liked this song. I, I just, to me, it sounds like, just for them especially, just like a cheap song, right? But then it spawned that fucking god-awful band 
named Godsmack. You never liked Godsmack? No. I mean, the band, actually? No, and I saw him open for Metallica once, and it was just dreadful. Um, I know, I know, uh, old Boogie up there <laughs> at Shagley's. Shagley's! 381 Ashland Road, Mansfield, Ohio. Tell them Beards, Brews, and Vinyl Reviews sent you. Got one hell of a story about um, Godsmack actually being in the bar. Oh, really? And uh, I think he used to have like a MGD clock mm-hmm. that was one of the bar things. And uh, I think they signed that. And I think it was something about Sully was like pissing in the bathroom sink <laughs> and stole somebody's sunglasses or something. It was when they were recording the video out at the prison. Out uh, of the prison, yeah. Yeah. But, hey, Boog, um, hit us up on the Facebook and refresh my mind on the, that funny story, and we'll share it with the listeners. That's pretty funny. Um, so th- this is always pretty much my, my favorite uh, category is deep cuts. Um, I'll start this one. All right. So deep cut, I gave this a five. Um, and I couldn't pick just one. I could only narrow it down to two because this album's so deep. So... I couldn't pick one, so I have two deep cuts. I got three. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Junkhead and Damn That River. Oh, yeah, both both great ones. Yeah. We only actually went... Junkhead I picked Mm -hmm. as one of mine. Um, I actually picked Godsmack, which you fucking hate. (laughs) And Well, actually, I picked four of that. I picked Dirt. I, I like Dirt and Hate the Feel. Oh, uh, really? I, I, I really like Hate the Feel. Because see, that's the thing. Both those songs are good. Like, now that you're saying that, you know, I'm looking well, at the record right now. I'm like, yeah. Well, my reason for Hate the Feel was those were the two songs that Lane wrote by himself. Right. And he actually played guitar on both of those songs. Um, Hate the Feel and Angry Chair. Yeah. He played guitar on both of them. And Jerry loved the fact that Lane was branching out and, you know, trying to play guitar. And mm-hmm. he was, you know, writing his own stuff because I think I think he used to just kind of throw in bits here and there to what Jerry already had. Yeah, that's what it sounds so, like. So um I thought that was kind of special on that stuff, you know. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And um when you know, cuz the previous episode I already talked about seeing him live, but um one of the best songs that they played both times I saw him was Damn That River. Like, it was that's a great song. Oh, yeah. Played, but they just fucking killed it's it. It's heavy, too, yeah, man. it is. It's got that heavy guitar in it. Sounds yeah. awesome. And, you know, something about, like, Junkhead and Godsmack, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, Jerry's been um, cited as saying, you know, those were the two most openly honest songs about drug use. Because, yeah. I mean, honestly, Lane was not in a very good place when they recorded this. And... Obviously, that's what his fate ended up being. Yeah, you know, which is sad because I think they had so much more in them. Yeah, I mean, Jerry still writes great stuff. Oh yeah, you know? it's not the same without Lane, but he's. I mean, yeah, he is. You know, after we did our facelift episode, we both have been a little bit more into Alice in Chains than we had for the last several years, and looking at stuff and on the internet, and then watching stuff on YouTube, and like he still shreds. He still writes good stuff, and. When you watch him interviews, he seems like a really cool dude. Unfortunately, he doesn't wear that blue speedo like he used to in the Headbangers Ball interview. One of these days, maybe Jerry will hook us up with an autographed picture of the blue speedo, and we'll hang it on the studio walls here at Husky Slims. And That's right. Come on, wear a speedo. <laughs> <laughs> don't film down there. You don't want to see. That is 
sick. see his package. And then all of our fans can get to see a nice little uh, picture of it. would <laughs> be awesome. Eh, it could happen. Hey, look, think about it, man. I mean, if we're going overseas, I mean, who's to say Jerry Control ain't just like, eh, fuck it, I'm going to see what's on the old uh, podcast directory here. And he pulls up beards, brews, and vinyl reviews and says, look at these two lame fucks. <laughs> and he goes, holy shit, they've done two <laughs> episodes of my albums. That's I mean, right. Um, to to honor that, I'm going to buy a blue speedo to wear at the pool this summer. Oh, I do not want to <laughs> see that. Um, ne- negative, Ghost Rider, <laughs> negative. <laughs> I might just do the next episode in a blue speedo. Okay, I if he's going to do that, I will do that episode as a Zoom call because I'm going fucking remote. <laughs> I do not want to be no part of the. Oh Lord. Uh, Where the hell are we? We're at production and overall sound. Um, All right, go ahead. I went first on the last one. Uh, I gave it a... You're asking me. I gave it a five. I mean, I think his album still holds up today. Mm -hmm. I think it's possibly the best follow-up album to an already huge debut album. I think it showcased Lane's struggles with heroin. Yeah. And, you know, the others in the band, you know, they had alcohol problems and, you know, because Mikey Starr got kicked out of the band while they were on tour and this, and that's when Mike Inez took over. And I, I do believe Mike still plays Mike Inez. I'm sorry. I When you got two mics, yeah. you know, well, two turntables and a microphone, you know. That's right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, Mike Inez is still with them today, I believe. Yeah, he is. And we, I've done a little research since the facelift episode, folks. So I do think uh, he's in there. But, yeah, Mikey Starr got kicked out. And he did, Mikey Starr did die in, I think it was 2011. Did he? I mean, he was on, uh, gosh, what was that, one of the... Was it the Surreal Life or something? One of them VH1 shows. Oh, was he on one of those? He was on the one with Tom Sizemore. Oh, and wow. He was still a fucking train wreck on that, man. Yeah. I mean, but think of it. too bad. You know, you're fucking riding high in a fucking band that's going places and you fucked yourself out of it, you know? Yeah. I yeah. mean, I'm sure too that bad. was hard. And I think probably it was too because, you know, because Lane died, you know, yeah. later on, you know, I'm sure that probably tore him up too. I mean, but God damn, folks, I love to drink. I know you love to drink. I do enjoy it. But good Lord, there's a there's a limit you got to put on shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, production overall sound. I went back and forth between a four and a five on this one. And um, I went with four overall, uh, but I could easily go with five. I think it could have been a little bit more dynamic, um, but that's just... If you, and I see what you're saying, yeah. but I think it's not quite as dynamic and that adds to the darkness of the album. It, it does. I you're, think you're it right. fits the tone better. That's why I went ahead and gave it a five on that. Um, but I see what you're saying because, you know, it, it could have been a little brighter. Yeah. But it was a dark album. Yeah. So, you know, I could go either way. So I'll say four for now. But when we do a recap, I might bump it up to a five. Yeah. And honestly, I think this album sounds just as great today as it did back in 92. Yeah, it does. I mean... When I got this, I put it on the turntable and listened to it a couple times, you know, right, right off the start. It's just it's such a great record. I mean, it just, I mean, because if you stop and think about it, I mean, them bones and wood, in my opinion, are the best opening and closing songs on any album. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. Like, them bones is a fantastic song to open a record. It's it's great because it, it comes in hard, yeah. fast. And it's like, it's in and out. It's short. It's like two minutes, it, yeah, right? Yeah, it's only yeah. like two minutes and something. Yeah. But man, it's like, 
it leaves you with when it ends you're just like what the fuck is next yeah it is and uh, and then the next song uh is the next song down in the hole no it's a damn that river okay so it goes into damn that river and then i don't know but like i love where down in the hole actually hits on this album because it kind of it, it 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 you know I love roller coaster shit. Yeah, I think down in the holes like fourth or fifth on the first side. Okay, so does it end side one? End of side one's rooster. Okay, so yeah, so side one is them bones. Damn that river. Uh, what else is on side one? Down down in the hole, sick man. Okay, down. I feel like I'm missing one, but it's a um, good side. Let's see, them bones, damn that river, rain when I die. Yeah, down in a hole, sick man, and rooster. Yeah, I mean, so it's like it brings you. You know, you start off up, and then it, it kind of, you come down, and then, you know, Sick Man brings it back up, and then yep. Rooster brings it back down, and then Rooster ends, you know, just on a high, you know? I mean, I, I yeah. don't know. I, 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 don't, I love the way they laid this album out. I really do. Yeah, I mean, the sequencing, the way these songs are laid out is, is pretty fucking great. So that's a pretty good segue to overall listening experience. I mean, that's part of the reason. Like, I gave it a five. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and this... You know, we've talked about like the sound and everything, but you know, we when we talk about Seattle bands, we decided not to use grunge because that's a ridiculous label. We, we coined the term the Seattle effect. So, of all the bands uh, and the records from the Seattle effect uh, from around that time, this is there's three that I, I still love and listen to a lot. So, this, um, Soundgarden, Louder Than Love, and Mud Honey, Superfuzz, Big Muff are just still just Stone Cold classics. Well, Big Muff, isn't that a pedal? Both the Superfuzz, oh. yeah. <laughs> okay, right? so, yeah. so the guitar player must have made the decision on that Both one. Both of the guitar players used to use those. All right. You know, and honestly, I gave this one a five. Yeah. Um, I think the album flows great. I think you know, just the sounds that Jerry was putting out of the guitar were crazy. Yeah, for sure. Lane's vocals were tight. Jerry's harmony and vocals are killer on this. And, you know, for, you know, for the band going through, you know, probably turmoil with, you know, Lane probably, you know, doing what he was doing and the rest of the band doing what they were doing. Dude, I mean, you wouldn't know anything was going on. No, I mean, it it sounds great. You know, like the bass tone is fantastic on this album. Um, It's just, it's just great. And yeah, I, I loved it, man. Yeah, I did too. And then, so we talked about it on the facelift episode, but um, when did you see him live? Um, I seen Jerry on his solo tour in 98 when he was opening up for Metallica. Um, I mean, he's great. Yeah. Um, I mean, honestly, um, probably the new version of the band would probably be worth seeing. Yeah, I agree. I saw him twice around this time. I saw him in 92 in the Agora at Cleveland, and... It was fantastic. Screaming Trees opened, which was also fantastic. Uh, and then the next year, 93, I saw them at Lollapalooza at Buckeye Lake. And uh, they were awesome again. Lane came out wearing a full three-piece suit, you know. Oh, not the Speedo. Not no Speedo. <laughs> hey, hold and, on. Did Air Supply open for him or anything? <laughs> they, were, they were playing the side stage that Sorry, year. Sorry, folks. I had to hit him with the Air Supply. That's on one of our earlier episodes. <laughs> if you haven't caught that yet, go back and uh, listen to that. It was a hoot. Um. But yeah, both those times, you know, like they were just fantastic. Yeah, I mean, to me, I I mean, I just 
and even the album after this, what was that one? The tri- they called it the tripod album, the one with the dog on the front. Yeah, what was, I can't remember. That, that was one the one was with because after this was the EP Jar of Flies. And, oh, that's and, and that's then there right. Was the, okay, the, that so record. I'm I'm I jumped way ahead. Yeah, shit. Um, yeah, I, the last thing I bought was Jar of Flies, so I'm not even sure what that one was um, called. Because the tripod album had Heaven Beside You, Hell Within. That yeah. was a pretty good uh, album. Um. Yeah, because this this record was actually um, sandwiched right in between both those EPs, right? There was Sap, then this, and then Jar of Flies. Yeah, Sap, Dirt, Jar of Flies, yeah. Um, Jar of Flies, was that the one that had no excuses? Yes. Okay, yeah. That, I mean, that's a good song. Yeah, I, both those EPs are, are really good. Um, I might have to look into getting those. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that I've ever really heard much off of Sap. It's good. Um, I had a Sap poster in my room around this time um, 92 and when I was growing up but yeah I mean I don't know you want to put this one to bed yeah I mean this is a pretty easy one can I just say that that year that they played at Lollapalooza uh, it was them Dinosaur Jr. Primus it was just like it was fantastic hold right? on did did they do there was a race car around <laughs> of course I think that was the year maybe I got the years mixed up I don't, I don't know. know I've I had a lot of this um, Thai beer today I do like Primus. Uh, I know my wife, your sister, probably would not let me listen to it in the house. But, hey, Primus was pretty fucking awesome. Uh, yeah, Martha hates Primus, too. But maybe we should sneak in a Primus episode. We might have to. I mean, but then again, we might have to sneak in a listening session of some Primus. <laughs> but, no. Nah, I mean, less, man. He's a fucking hell of a bass player. Yeah, he is. Can I tell you my Primus story? Go ahead and tell it. So, uh, in Columbus, uh, you know, there's a Newport, uh, which is a great music venue. And then it used to be right next door. Right next door, there was this guitar store. And a couple of my buddies worked there, so I used to hang out there and and dick around. Primus was playing that night. And we're sitting there at the counter. And then there was kind of like an acoustic room, right? Kind of off to the side. And um we're sitting there and all of a sudden we heard and we walked over and it was Les and his girlfriend he was playing an acoustic guitar he talks exactly like he sings he was talking to his girlfriend and it sounded just like he was singing i oh loved my. it it was awesome. awesome and he was super nice we said hi to him and he talked to us and didn't he audition for metallica right after cliff died yeah yeah because he's from san francisco so yeah i know you know a little more on that story than i do uh tell, yeah, t- yeah tell he, it he auditioned and the metallica guys thought he was too good <laughs> okay okay folks you got like the, the the top dog out of the big four telling you you're too good you yeah. know but no i bet he's a hoot man yeah because, I mean, if you go back through Primus's catalog and, I mean, even just YouTube some of their videos, man, they're, like, fucking awesome. Yeah. I fucking love Primus. Um, all right. Should we do this recap? Sure. Uh, album cover and artwork? Uh, I went five. I went three. So we'll settle at a four. Um, yeah. S- strong tracks? Oh, I gave it a five because, you know, it is our show and it's our rules. So I definitely gave it a five. I gave it a four, but I could see a five like I'm not. Just not. just cave and give it a fucking five. I, I'll give it a five. All right, folks. I want to even No, I can't, I can't give it a five because I have to like all the songs to give it a five and I don't like Godsmack. So I got to stick it a four. Oh, one. shit. I um, thought I converted him to the dark side. Uh, favorite track? Uh, I picked what? Rooster and I gave it a five. Yeah, that's that's solid. Uh, I picked Wood. I gave it a five. And Wood was my close second. Yeah. Um, track to Avoid? 
Um, I just went Iron Gland because I don't know. And like I said, sometimes it's labeled as a song. Sometimes it's not. Yeah. And I really didn't want to throw any of the songs away. So 43 seconds of them fucking around in the studio. Yeah, I can get rid of it. Yeah, I get that. I, I picked Godsmack. I gave it a three, but then it's also a one because it's fine. The band Godsmack. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, the, what deep cuts you got? Hey, I do not want any. Well, actually, fuck it. We'll take hate mail from Sully. <laughs> bring it, motherfucker. Bring it. <laughs> And then we know we're getting recognized. <laughs> that's the only reason I dished you, Sully. Um, I but, like you guys, by the way. Uh, in case you didn't realize that I don't. Well, <laughs> I know. We, uh, we do vary on musical taste from time to time, folks. What uh, what deep cuts you got? Uh, I gave it a five because I actually liked the song Godsmack right. and the band. Um, I like Junkhead, Dirt, Hate the Feel. I mean, you know, those... Yeah. Anything pretty much that wasn't a single on his album, I'd say you could call a deep cut. Yeah, I mean, I gave it a five too. I picked Junkhead and Damn That River. Um, it was hard to. And to yeah, pick I, I I wish I would have threw Damn That River on that list, but it's like I said, man. If, if it's hard, I could have easily put four down there too. You know what I mean? Like I, two is the most I can narrow it down to, or the least. Well, but the thing is, it's our show, so sometime if you want to go four, go crazy, man. Get happy with the happy trees like Bob Ross used to. Just go crazy. Let's decide. Maybe there's a happy tree. That's right. Uh, production overall sound. You gave it a five, right? Oh, wait. Hold on. Did I just say let's go crazy? Yeah. Ow! <laughs> <laughs> that could be a spoiler alert, That's right. folks. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not talking. Um, Where are we at? Production? Yeah. I gave it a five. Yeah, I mean, I originally gave it a four when we were talking, but I think you kind of convinced me to bump Ooh, it up to a five. Ooh, I fucking want him. <laughs> Hell has frozen over. I have won him over, folks. Um, overall listening experience, I, I gave it a five. Like I was saying, this is one of my Andy, Andy gave the overall era. listening experience a five. Folks, I don't know if I won him over or the Singha won him over this week. It's hard to tell. But I do got a special beer in mind. For next week's episode. Oh, man. And uh, that's all I'm going to say about it. All right. And, yeah, you know, like I said, I've I've never seen them live, but I've seen Jerry. And you've seen them live. So I gave them a five. You gave it a five. Yeah, I gave him a five. I would have gave it a six if that was uh, an option. Well, fuck it. It's our show. If you want to give it fucking, uh, if you want to give it three thumbs up, <laughs> I don't care. Just point it the other way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> they were fantastic live. All right, yeah. folks. Well, that was Alice in Chains Dirt on Music on Vinyl version 2009 pressing. That's right. And if you do not own it, go out and get it. And, you know, just once again, um, you know, keep sending us your comments, questions, whatever you want. Um, you know, you can get a hold of us of get a hold of us on the Facebook page or email us at beards brews vinyl reviews at yahoo.com and stay swaggy friends. That's right. And if you don't like Alice in Chains, fuck, fuck you. you.